0: Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. For those of you who don't know me, it's Sean Mize. My website is uh, www.secretsofinternetsuccess.com. There's a dash between each word. So that's secretsofinternetsuccess.com. I think that just about everybody, there's about two of you on the call that, that haven't known me for long, but most of you have been with me for a few months or more. You've kind of seen my own progress. You You remember when I was doing five or six thousand dollars a month and and you you saw three months ago when I broke that ten thousand dollar number but for those of you who haven't kind of been with me over the long haul and we kind of start out at the very beginning August of 2006 so August of last year uh, let's see what does that make it this must be my tenth month now June July August so this will be my tenth month so last month was my my ninth month online my biggest purpose for for getting online and and uh, and creating a business online was to make money. You know my dream is to have i don't want to call it a residual income because i'm I'm willing to work to make that happen, and I think of a residual income as something that happens with no more additional work. Um, but my dream is to have a business that allows me the freedom to travel anywhere I want to and the really nice thing about the internet is that I can travel. Anywhere I can get an Internet signal, then I, I can travel and I can still work. And so that was my, my goal and my dream. When I set out to create a, a web business, I was at the same point some of you, four or five of you are at right now, and then some of you are at sometime in the, the past. My question was, what type of a niche or what type of an area can I get into that's going to make me money? Because, again, to just be very frank, that's what I'm online for. And I think most everybody on the call is probably online to make money, although you may have, you know, some driving reason why you're in the niche that you're in. But I think, well, let me just ask, how many of you, say yes if if you're in this to make money, how many of you are on this call today and are on the Internet to make money? Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. Okay, it sounds like I'm getting most, just about everybody on the call is saying, hey, I'm in this to make money. So, you know, no excuses here. That's what that's what I'm in this for. Um, the, the, the first thing that I did was I started looking at some different niches, some that make money, you know, weight loss makes money online, dating makes money online. There's a few other hot ones like that that make money online. Frankly, I wasn't interested in any of them. Um, one thing that's always interested me is, is marketing and sales and that type of thing. And so I began to look into the Internet marketing niches. And I I realized right away that people were spending an awful lot of money in Internet marketing niches. Um, And one thing that I ran into is a lot of people would say, well, you can't – there's no room for new entrants in Internet marketing. There's no room for new entrants. And I said to myself, I'm going to see if I can buck that trend. I'm going to learn everything that I can possibly learn about one small area online and I'm going to become an expert at it. And anybody that's been on my list for very long, you should know that I'm real big on becoming an expert at something in your niche. If your niche is weight loss, for example, don't just be an expert in weight loss. Become an expert at some tiny part of weight loss, weight loss through a particular method or weight loss through working out or, or whatever the case is. or Whatever your niche is, become an expert at something inside that niche, and you'll make more money long run. That's the bottom line. Okay, so I got online, got started, decided that um, I was going to do it in Internet marketing and wanted to learn everything that I could about list building, and I thought the best way to do that would be to start building a list. So uh, I did exactly that. I created a website and put a squeeze page on that website and began to send traffic to that website. I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody out. There's a lot of noise in the background, and then when I have questions, I'll just unmute you guys. That should be a lot clearer for everybody, and I, I think that it'll help us move a little bit faster. Um, and began driving traffic to that squeeze page. And what I realized right away was that there were some very specific things that I could do on the list building end that would allow me that would allow me to build that um, build that business, build my business, a whole lot faster. And so, through the process of doing that, I very quickly became. Uh, not perhaps an expert, but I learned a lot about list building that even the, the big books and the big gurus out there simply don't teach you. And I don't know why they don't teach you, um, but I found through trial and error exactly what works. I was driving a lot of traffic, bringing a lot of subscribers, and uh simply sending them to affiliate web pages and that type of thing to try to monetize. Long story short, the first couple of months, the first month online, I did $125 in affiliate income. The second month I did two hundred and fifty dollars in affiliate income. The third month I wrote a book on list building and started selling it for ten dollars a piece, just basically telling people everything that I had learned about list building so far. That book, that was my third month, so August, September, October, I did nine hundred dollars Primarily in that book, I might have done $100 or $150 in there in affiliate income, but primarily in that book. One thing, a light that went on in my head when when that book went out, and I wrote the sales page for that book myself, and I was averaging conversion rates with that book of somewhere between 10 and 15% on that sales page to that book. and Just kind of a light went on in my head, and I said, wow, the people that are on my list, and Goes for your list too, but the people that are on my list are willing to spend money to learn about how I've been doing things. My average affiliate web page had been converting at 1%. And of course, these were web pages that these affiliate companies have been optimizing their sales pages for a long time. Some of them spend $10,000, $30,000 to pay for a sales page. And in the afternoon, I wrote a sales page that converted 10 or 15%. And it's not because I'm an expert copywriter, I'm not. I didn't know anything about it. So from that point on, I realized, um, I realized a few things. Number one, I definitely could make money online, and, and two things there. Number one, I had to continue to build that relationship, continue to build the list. And then number two, I had to continue to drive traffic to that list. And for those of you who know and for those of you who don't, the last three months, I've done over $10,000 online, Months before last I did just about $11,000. And then last month, I took about 10 days off, and the income dropped um, just a little bit, made a couple of changes in my marketing and that kind of thing. So this month, I think my current numbers show I'm on target for close to $15,000 this month. What I did when I first got started, going back to that first month, is I started with about 25 different traffic sources. I'm a big tracker and tester. And so what I did was I set up Every single traffic source that I used, and I used a whole bunch of them. Um, I bought, I did, made all newbie mistakes. I bought all the cheap traffic. I bought all the, I, I played around with safe lists. I uh, bought all kinds of and ad advertising. Of course, that's not a beginner mistake, but but definitely spent some money on easy advertising, did classified advertising. I've played around with pay-per-click. I've done an awful lot, just a whole bunch of different traffic things, just about everything out there. I've dabbled in it, and I've tried it. One of the things that I found out right away was that the bulk of the people that were purchasing from me were coming from the leads that I had generated through the articles that I wrote. And, you know, once that happened, I just immediately cut off all of the other traffic sources. Now, don't get me wrong. If I were to continue to work with some of those traffic sources, I would be able to get those to convert and and I'd make money with them. But what I did was I did the very same thing with this that I did at the very beginning with list building was I said, I want to become an expert at one thing. And this was for my benefit, not for anybody else's. My benefit was I wanted to become an expert at article writing and I wanted to become an expert at article marketing and driving traffic with that because I had realized at that point – Driving traffic through quality sources was going to make me that money long term. Now, let's see, August, September, October, when I did $900 online, I probably had close to uh, that many subscribers, and I probably had 200 or 300 articles written online. And so I was – that number is probably a little bit smaller on the articles. I don't don't have my schedule in front of me and how many articles I had each month, but I'm going to guess it was – probably probably closer to the 200 mark um, in terms of articles that I had online. And so by now I knew that, that if I wrote a certain number of articles that I was able to drive a, a certain uh, number of subscribers. And then once I had a certain number of subscribers, I knew that I was able to drive a certain amount of volume. And one thing I do want to touch on here is that there is no secret to making money online. There's no one secret. There's, you know, you'll hear people say, and, and you probably, if you read my stuff, sometimes you'll I'll slip and say, boy, the secret is this list building, or the secret is this article marketing. And, and hey, if you know exactly where I've done that, let me know, I'll change the wording on it. Um, but really, it's just, there's no single one secret. You have to have everything. You have to have traffic at the very beginning. Then you've got to um, turn that traffic into people that will listen and learn from you, people that respect you, and of course, we do that through list building and then the third thing that you you absolutely have to have is you've got to have products to sell, and you can do it with affiliate products. I think that if you're serious about making a long term a long term income, you've got to do one of two things a you've got to be, just become an absolute expert at affiliate marketing, which is hard for most people to do, or two. You have to begin to develop your own products. So whatever your niche is, you have to develop your own products. And I think that you have to do all three of these things. I've done all three of them. Certainly today when I get into answering your questions and then I'm going to talk about article marketing, we're going to specifically talk about article marketing. But everything that you do with article marketing is not a secret. It's not a secret that's going to drive everything that you do. You have to have everything in place. You've got to drive traffic. You've got to build a list and then you've got to have products. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and pull up these questions. I'm going to answer them in the order that you guys sent them. And what that's going to mean is that as we move through the questions, some of them are, will have basically been answered in earlier questions. So I'm going to start out with uh, Marcia. Do you agree that you should limit your article distribution to EasyArticles.com, or is it OK to send articles to other directories? Um, Marcia, I think that you should be sending your articles to many other directories. I have two strategies that I use online with article marketing. One strategy is direct traffic. Direct traffic comes from the biggest article directories, and those are ezine articles, SearchWarp.com, GoArticles.com, Wino.com, E Z articles, E-A-S-Y and there's a couple more. If they're page ranked five or six, then they're going to be able to drive you some traffic. A second strategy with article marketing is inbound link building. And I use up until recently I've used a list of about fifty article directories. I'm I'm doing some testing this week. I have a guy that's that's submitting my articles for me. I wrote I've written two articles in the last two days that are written specifically for the purpose of sending these to these full lists. And I've actually got a list of about 300 articles or article directories, and we're going to have one article in every single one of those and just really focus on massive link building. So I think that you have to decide, marsh whether or not you are wanting to just, Drive quick traffic. And if that's the case, submit to Easy Articles, Search Warp, Go Articles, We Know, Easy Articles, ArticlesBase.com. Those five or six, submit to those. You're going to get that direct traffic. If you want to build up long term search engine traffic, and this can take time. There, it's no magic bullet. If you submit an article to a hundred directories tomorrow, you're not going to all of a sudden start getting tons of high rankings from the from the search engines. Keep in mind, you're not the only person out there in your niche writing articles. So it's really a long-term strategy um, in terms of submitting to lots of article directories and creating lots of of inbound Okay, Marcia, I, I think I've answered that question. Let's go to the next one, Cindy. How many articles per net should be submitted to article directors to start with, and do they all have to be different? Well, I think that the answer to this lies in how much traffic do you want. If you write 10 articles, you're not going to get much traffic. In fact, I submit to you that if you're only planning to try to write 10 articles and see what happens, don't even do it. It's, it's not worth it. You know, You look at the income that I've earned, over the last 9 months you uh, or specifically the the monthly income that I've gotten this business up to and I'm at 10 11 hopefully this month on track to do $15,000 this month but I've got 1400 personally written articles on easynarticles.com 1400 articles that's a lot of articles and you know I hear all the time you know how people will write me Cindy and and say, hey, I submitted 10 articles last week and I only got, you know, 25 visitors this week. I can't make a living on 25 visitors. Well, guess what? I can't make a living on 10 articles either. That's why I've got 1,400 personally written articles on Um, How many articles per niche, you know, depends on... You know, where your focus is, if you're trying to work with 10 different niches, you've got 10 different websites, then you're obviously not going to be able to submit as many articles. If you read my articles on ezinearticles.com, you'll notice I write on about 15 or 20 different topics. So do they all have to be different? I'm not sure, Cindy, what you mean by different. I'm going to assume that different means uh, on a different topic. The search engines want fresh content, and what that means, for example, if I write an article today about article marketing or I write an article today about list building, in three weeks I can write a brand-new, fresh article on article marketing or list building, and that article there is going to begin to get traffic. The the search engines like to see fresh traffic. One thing I've noticed is if I – and I do a lot of keyword optimization – well, I take that back. I don't do a lot of it. I've done some keyword optimization tests where I'll go into a keyword search tool, I'll come up with, you know, 15 or 20 different variations of keywords that that I'd like to see myself in the top 10 in. And a lot of times if I target those right, you know, I'll submit those articles to the article directories and about 2 weeks later I'll check back And I will find that almost all of those articles that I've written are sitting in top ten spots, usually top two or three or four spots. But if I go back another two weeks, they've slipped. So what do I need to do to be back in the top ten? I've got to write fresh articles. So this is something that you have to do on a regular basis. If the question is, do they all have to be different, meaning that they have to be originally written and not rewritten, absolutely. I'm a real big believer in writing fresh, original articles. I get this question a lot, and I was asked it today, and I don't even remember who asked it, and I responded to it. I I get this question a lot. How how much do I have to vary the articles that I write? You know, if I write an article and then I rewrite it, or if I buy some private label rights articles online, how much do I have to rewrite it? The problem, folks, with rewriting articles is if I give you a specific percentage that Google perhaps, or any of the other search engines, are using as their percentage percentage, of content that's different in order for them to call it original, if I give you that number and then you start writing to that number and six months later, Google or whatever other search engine, you know, you want your articles to be indexed at, changes that number and moves it up because now they have the the search ability to improve that number, to force you to write more original content. Let's say you've written 200 articles and you're getting 200 subscribers a month from those articles. And your average subscriber is worth 10 or $20, you know, in lifetime earnings to you. You know, that's what, $4,000 worth of income per month that you've created over the next six months, for, for example. You're up to $4,000 a month in income. That's $48,000 a year. And then Google changes their formula, and you lose all of that inbound traffic. You know, you're going to hate me for giving you a number you're gonna be angry at yourself for a little while for rewriting those articles. Here's what I say, start with a blank slate every single day and write some articles. Speaking of that, take the time, set the time aside every single day to write articles, one hour every single day, and when you first get started, it may take you an hour to write an article, and that's okay. I write about seven articles an hour now, so I can sit down in an hour or two and write 10, 15, or 20 articles and submit them. All right, let's move to the next question. Blakey writes, I see article software advertising will send your article to hundreds of article directories. How effective is this? What about duplicate content? Blakey, I have tried two or three different pieces of article software and it works. You know, I can send out 50 articles in an hour, but the funny thing is that when I send those articles out using article software, I find that I don't get as many links from them as if I personally submit them. Or I pay somebody to personally submit them. I don't know why. Um, I'm a big result person, and if something's not working, a lot of times I won't even ask why. And I'll just move on to the next thing. Now, it's not always the wisest thing to do, but but right now, given my business structure, I'm you know I really apply that 80 20 principle. 80% of my effort comes. from or 80% of my results come from 20% of the work that I do. And right now, rather than focusing on the 80% that doesn't produce results, I just multiply the, uh, the, the 20%. And right now, what works for me, what's making me close to $11,000 a month right now is personally submitting them by hand. Sure, it's boring. Sure, it takes time. But that's how I do it. Am I telling you that all the article software out there no good? No. I don't understand why it happens. Perhaps some of the better article directories can recognize whether it's coming in from some machine, and I'm not technical, so I don't know. And maybe they just don't put as much priority on the article. I don't know. All I know is that it hasn't worked for me. So nothing against the software itself, but it just doesn't work for me. What about duplicate content? That's a great question, and I'm going to address that. I get a lot of questions about duplicate content. The first thing about duplicate content well, for those of you who aren't familiar with the idea of duplicate content, the problem with duplicate content, let's just see for, say, for example, that you write an article on, uh, oh, what's a good niche? Let's just say you're in the niche of interpreting dreams. Okay? So you're in the niche of interpreting dreams. and Let's just say, for example, that you write an article about interpreting dreams. Now, let's just say that you send this article out to 100 article directories. Now, you've done a really good job with this article. It's nicely keyword-optimized, and, and it's a great article. And so the search engines pick that article to be number one. For some reason or another, they pick that to be number one. And then that's such a great article, and nobody else has written an article about interpreting dreams this week. And, and so another article directory you know, gets the number two spot. Well, let's just say, for the sake of ridiculousness here, that 20 different article directories all get your article in the first 20 slots. What's going to happen is that the search engines are going to have that one article in each of the first 20 slots on the search engines. So when, when a searcher that's looking for information about Interpreting Dreams goes to the search engine and he types in Interpreting Dreams, your article comes up 20 times. He's not able to get a wide variety of information. Now, sure, you're going to like it because your article's in there 20 times, but the search engine doesn't like it. The search engine wants the person that's searching to be able to get as much information about that topic as possible. So as a result of this problem right here, the search engines want only one version of your article to show up. They only want one version of any content to show up or give a keyword. So if you write an article about interpreting dreams, then they want one of those copies to show up in their results. It doesn't matter if it's top 10 or top 100 or bottom 1 million. They only want it to show up one time. So they do the very best that they can using... Uh, different software and algorithms and things like that to try to figure out whether something that you're putting online as content is the same as something else that's online. By doing that, they're able to clean up their own search results. Now, what happens is if you submit an article, if if you upload an article to your own website and you submit it to an article directory, And we're just going to keep this simple. Now, there's two versions of your article out there. And it's not even versions. You've got two copies of the same article. The search engine goes in there and theoretically recognizes there's two copies. And generally what they'll do is they'll keep the one. They'll allow the one that was published first to show up in the search results. Now, let's just assume that your website has a lousy page rank of two or three or less. Okay, and EZine Articles has a page rank of six or seven, depending on what page and what day you go over there. Okay, their site gets spidered several times a day. Your site gets your site gets spidered once a month or twice a month. So what happens is, if you upload that to your website on the same day that you submit it to Ezyne Articles, then they're going to get credit for that article, which is fine. They're going to get you to number one or number ten or number five in interpreting dreams, if that's your your keyword which is fine, but then Google or the other search engines are going to recognize your site is carrying duplicate content. Well, if you do that enough over time, they'll penalize your entire website so that nothing on your website comes up. So all of that to say, do not submit content to to the article directories that you have on your own website. Your own website should be 100% original and unique. Now, having said that, if we look at the flip side of the coin and we look at these article directories, if we submit, I'm going to go to the complete flip side of the coin here. I want to assume that you submit one article to 50 article directories. Let's make that hundred article directories. You submit one article to 100 article directories. Now what happens is when you do that, a lot of the article directories will actually they'll manipulate your article sum so that and the content on their web page and the content in their their uh, code in such a way that that a lot of times the, Google, the the search engines won't catch the fact that it's duplicate content. Generally what happens if I submit an, an article to 100 directories, within about a week or two I'll have about 50 links from those directories. Then what happens is as other webmasters pick up my content and my link, put it on their own website in combination with other content, I may end up with, you know, a 1,000 or 1,500 um, inbound links from that one article that I've written. Now, if we go back to that 100, we recognize that Google or the other search engines has effectively uh, considered enough, you know 50 of those as being duplicate content, and those results aren't going to show up. But for me, it's still very good for me because I end up with 50 inbound links plus whatever anybody else, you know, uses my article for and I get inbound links from those websites. I think that's enough on I think that that is enough on duplicate content. Okay, Lynn, how can I make money from the articles? Well, Unless you are writing articles to sell them, you're not going to make money from the articles directly. You're going to make money from your web business. And that's what we're all, everybody on this phone call should be in the business of building a web business. The web building business itself is going to make you money. The articles are the traffic. The articles or the article marketing creates the traffic that is going to drive your web business. So you can almost think of article marketing or you can think of traffic as being um, the fuel that runs your web business. But the web business itself is what makes you money. You make money when you sell things on your website. And, of course, for those of you who have known me for long, I put another step in there, and that's list building. And what I do is I develop a relationship via list building with people that come to my site rather than sending people to a sale page right away I first build a relationship with people and then I find out what those needs are and then I direct people towards products that I've created that can meet their needs best. And that's what we call the list building uh, model or the list building web business profit model and that's what I use. But this call really is about article marketing. I'm going to try to stick with that. Let's see, Jimmy, I am not a writer. I have looked at articles and still trying to find a niche for a direction to go. But I guess the question would be, how do you write an article with substance that's not duplicate information, and how do you come up with more information to write about? You're going to start out with your niche, and I can't really help you with a niche today. You know, I think that the, the place to start when you're thinking about a niche is ask yourself, what are you good at? What can you help other people learn more about? And that's probably a good niche for you. And we can go into a little more depth on that, but I don't I don't want to on this call. I really want to stick 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 with um, article marketing. How do you come up with more information to write about? Well, hopefully, if you know enough, if you're going to go into a niche, let's just say your niche is uh, let's say your niche is woodworking. If you're going to go into woodworking, hopefully you know a little bit about woodworking. So let's say there's 25 pieces of equipment out there that people use with woodworking. Hopefully, you know a little bit about all those 25 pieces. Hopefully, you know a little bit about the 25 different types of wood you could use. Hopefully, you know a little bit about your niche, and so you can write about the things that you know. If you don't know, then you're going to have to go online. You're going to have to learn. You may go down to the local library. if you're, Let's say your niche is going to be... Um, Let's say your niche is going to become natural foods. What you probably need to do is go out and buy five or six books about natural foods. You need to go online and subscribe to 10 different email lists that teach you about natural foods. You need to go down to the library and check out 10 or 15 books about natural foods, and you need to learn about natural foods. And then once you've learned about natural foods, you'll be able to write articles on natural foods. How do you write articles with substance that's not duplicate information? I think that if you're writing off the top, if if you're studying this information and you're writing about it, that you're not going to have duplicate content because you're not copying anything. Nothing is going to be word for word. Is it going to be duplicate information? Of course it's going to be, Uh, unless you come up with something radically brand new, unless you're a scientist and you come up with something radically brand new. I mean, look at what I teach. I teach article marketing, but every single thing I teach, well, there's a couple of things that I teach that I've kind of developed myself, but odds are there's probably 50 other people around the world that have developed the same thing on their own too. But for the most part, everything I teach are basics. You get out there, you write articles, you submit them to article directories, you put links into your website, and the result is you're going to have traffic. Now, obviously, what I add to my niche is that I codify everything. I, I have a step-by-step program. Do this, do this, do this. I've taken the time to compile the lists of directories, and I put those in my books. I compile you know, how to do this effectively. So, sure, most of the information is out there. And it's going to be the same thing with your niche. If you start writing about natural health, most of what you write about is going to be stuff that is already out there. So, I think that's enough for that one. Uh, Robert, let me see your question now. How effective is article marketing? Can you quantify this? What numbers would you consider normal and good? If I write 30 articles, say, can I anticipate that each one brings a quality lead each day? How well do these leads convert? Better than search engine leads? I know there's a lot of other variables, but I've yet to get a sale from about 120 article views. Okay, I'm going to cut to the quick here, and I'm going to go through each one of these. And, folks, everybody that's on the call, this is probably the deepest question I've had so far. No offense to anybody else's question. This shows Robert spent some time thinking about, about this and and studying it some. But I'm going to cut to the quick here, Robert. 120 article views is nothing. Um, I get around 1,500 to 2,000 article views every single day. Uh, Well, not quite that many. Let's see. Yeah, 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 60 subscribers. I'm close to 2,000. Yeah, I'm close to 2,000 article um, views per day right now. So somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 article views per day. And if you look at the business that I do on a daily basis, I do, what's 30 into, let's just call it 12,000, so an easy number. I do an average of $400 per day, and right now my average product is around $100, so I do four sales a day, but that's from 2,000 articles, you know, that's from 2,000 page views, and most of the time it takes, you know, my average customer, the first time they purchase something, they've been on my list for a couple of weeks. So... You know if you look at this and, and i'm just i'm just coming i'm, I'm calculating these numbers on the fear robert but if i've got 2,000 uh views per day and it may be closer to 1500 okay so work with me you can write down 1500 and do the math on your own if you want and i'm doing four sales a day then i get one sale per 500 page views so if you've gotten 120 article views on easyarticles and goarticles.com then you're due for about a quarter of one sale And, of course, that's not very, you know, I mean, when you get to 500, you may have made two sales or not any at all. Again, I don't know what you're selling. I don't know how good your sales page is. You know, long run, you might do better than you might do worse than me. Okay, let's go back to the first question. Um, I'm going to go to the second one. What numbers would you consider normal and good? I have no idea what normal and good is. I can tell you what my numbers are. And in fact, I tell you what—I wrote an email today that gives my numbers. I'm going to go find that in just a moment, and I'm just going to give you those numbers right off that email because I spent some time calculating what they were. So, if you write 30 articles and you anticipate that each brings a quality lead, how well do those leads convert? I think all of these questions are answered in, in those questions. So, I'm going to—what I'm going to do—I'm going to open up the call so I can take one question from you guys while I go through this database. And find this. So, so I'm going to go ahead and open up the call. Okay. It sounds like everybody's back on. Can everybody hear me now? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Great. Everybody's back on. Um, let me ask you guys first. Am I giving you some quality information? I mean, am I giving you stuff you think you'll be able to use? Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Anybody taking notes? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, good deal. I just, I just have to give, you know, I just want to make sure that I'm developing some quality information. It's going to probably take about one minute for me to pull up this email. Um, This database is pretty slow, so let me go ahead and take one question, please, not a question that you've already submitted via email, because I'm going to get back to that in just a moment. So go ahead and submit a question. Just jump in there, somebody. Is there a list of directories available somewhere out on the internet other than what you've written up yourself? Uh, Yeah, you can go on and type in article directories into um, Google or Yahoo, and you should come up with lots of different lists of article directories. Um, I guess my question is, is there one that submits to all the others? There are a couple companies out there that you can pay them that submit. Um, Some of them will charge you you know, a dollar per submission. So if, you know, there's... And I don't know if you'll look up Article Directory Submission Service or Article Directory Service online. There's there's a number of sites that come up. Um, some of them will charge you like a dollar or two per submission. So if you write an article, they submit it by hand to 100 different directories. They charge you $100. There's a couple of them that do some syndication. And basically what that means is they've got people... That, that publish articles that have websites on their email lists, and then they send those articles out to those email lists. The problem, I've tried some of those, I'm not going to name any names uh, of companies that I've tried because I don't like to do that. I, I don't think it's fair to the other company. But I've tried several of those companies that do that syndicated thing, and what I found is that not only are, are they going to send those out, but then they require that I sign up to be one of the syndicated people. And my my box just gets flooded. I'll get 500 articles a day flooding in from there, and I have to ask myself how how valuable is that really? I'm not getting any links out of it. So if you're going to go that route, I would not go one of the syndication routes. You don't know the difference because they'll tell you that you're going to get you know you know 30,000 eyeballs every single day. That's not true. That's 30,000 spam boxes every day or whatever. Okay, but if you if you find one of those companies that charges you, you know, a hundred dollars to submit to hundred of them, then that's worth a try. Um, and there's a few companies that do that. I tell you what, let me. I'm going to go ahead while this is pulling up. I'm going to talk about how I track and test my article submission. Okay, and and you can do that for this. Who? What I do is if I'm going to write a new article, what what is your what is your niche? Home business. Home business, okay. I'm going to write an article about home business. So let's just say that my article is going to be the seven steps to home business. Okay. And so if I'm going to do that, what I'll do is I'll go into Google and in quotes, I'll put quotes around it, I will type in seven steps to home business. Um, what will happen with that that particular com- – I mean, that one will probably come up with a whole bunch of results. I've probably written an article named that, but I'll, I'll change it. So now I'll say seven steps to online home business. I'll keep changing it until Google tells me that there are no results. And what this means is let's just assume that seven steps to online home business gives me zero results. What this means is that unless somebody else writes an article with exactly the same title as that, over the next few days, if I write a t- write an article and title it, seven steps to online Home Business, then every single link or, or every single result that shows up in a week is going to be from one of my articles because my articles show up when I type in my article title. So if if I submit to a hundred article directories personally in two weeks, I know that I normally have three hundred and fifty, you know you know three hundred and fifty, Copies out there of 7 Steps to Online Home Business, then I know that my result, you know, when I do it, it's 350 after two weeks, for example. And I don't know what that – it's been a while since I've done that personally. And I I don't even check it anymore because I know I checked it the first few months I was online. I checked and packed and tested this stuff so much that I just became so confident in it that, frankly, when I write an article now, I don't take the time to check in two weeks and see how many times it goes out there. I know that I'm getting lots of subscribers every day. I'm getting lots of visitors every day. And unless something radically changed on my results end, I'm not going to go back in and reanalyze what's working. I don't remember what that number is, but let's just say it's 350. So you know personally if you submit to 100 directories, you get, for example, in, you got to come up with a specific period of time. In two weeks, 14 days, you get X number of, of links to you. Then what you'll do to test something else, you know, if you test some company that does it for you and you, they pay charge you, say, $100 to submit to 100 directories, in two weeks, you ought to have approximately the same number of copies of the article that you send to them, and keep in mind that I'm writing a fresh article to send to them with a the fresh article title. And so that allows me to test whether or not they're working. Um, I have tested a couple of those companies out there, the syndicated ones, and and I, I don't get results. You know, I, I paid money and, and, and don't get results. Um, I haven't used most of the companies that charge anywhere from 100 to 250 or $300 I haven't used any of those. I've done most of them myself, or I've got a couple of individuals that I, I pay on kind of a per submission basis to submit articles for me. So I don't use any of those those uh, those big companies. If you've got a couple of kids, put them to work in the summertime. You know, it's submitting links for you. You're submitting articles, a dollar a piece, or or my something are, like that. Or you good know, for you... diapers and that's about it. Pardon? Pardon? My, my kids. Are They're good doing for diapers thing. right now, and that's about it. <laughs> okay, let me. Let me see if I can find this email now. I think this is the one. OK, now, I'm, let me go ahead and put this thing on not mute. I'm going to have mute everybody out while I answer this next question. OK. Um, Because of the number of articles that I have out there and because of the fact that I've actually created 11 products and I've got three on the way in the last nine months, I spend a lot of my time creating products and writing sales pages. And so I find my time is worth much more writing products and creating products and creating sales pages than it is to study every single single step of, of the process. So I use two pieces of information to come up with, Quantifying, and I'm answering a question from a few minutes ago. Um, but I use I use two two specific pieces of, of information. What I do is I look at the total number of page views that I get every single day, um, and I do this primarily in ezingarticles.com because they give me the best statistics and they drive the most amount of direct traffic. Obviously. you only get one link from them. So if you submit to 100 article directories, you get 100 links. But when we're talking about inbound links, now we're talking about search engine traffic. That takes time, and that's not something I can quantify today. Um, But when I submit articles to easyarticles.com, they tell me every single day how many page views I've got. So what I can do is is I can pull, say, Monday morning at 7 a.m., I can pull my page views. And let's say I think that this Monday it was at two hundred and fourteen thousand. Okay, so if if I'm at two hundred and fourteen thousand page views, and that's that, yeah, two hundred. I think it was two hundred fourteen thousand, maybe two forty four. I don't remember. There's a floor, two and a four in there. So two hundred fourteen thousand. Now if I pull that next Monday at seven a.m. and I've got two hundred, I'm going to make this easy, two hundred and twenty one thousand. Then that means I've done seven thousand page views all week long. so on an average basis it's a thousand and there there's days if I submit an article and somebody you know if somebody publishes one of my articles I may get a thousand page views in three hours you know but I like to look at averages so over the course of the week I have a thousand page views a day now if I look at my traffic and I go into my websites and I look at my traffic from easing articles and I see that out of that thousand every single day or 7,000 for the week Seven, let's look at the weekly number: seven thousand uh, page views for the week. Then I've got, and I see that I've got about seven hundred visitors. And then I see that from there, um, I've done. I average about forty percent on my my um, squeeze page, so I've got two hundred eighty subscribers. And so, that's my. Those are my. You know, that's not my weekly numbers, but that's how I come up with with these numbers. Then what I do is I go in and I, I, I can pull my e articles article's uh, data from months before. So I can pull one month. So I can go back to August and copy and paste it into Excel spreadsheet and look at how many page views I got per article that was published, say, nine months ago, and then I can look at what the average number of page views that I get per article. I find that this is a more accurate method than just taking everything I've got grouping it all together and coming up with a number because if I write an article today, it does not make me as much money today as an article I wrote nine months ago and it's been circulating the internet for nine months. Now, granted, I don't get as much traffic off of an article I wrote nine months ago today. I don't get as much traffic off of that article, but there's still a cumulative effect. Okay, my conversion rate's about 10%. So, for example, if I get 1,000 page views, I'm going to get about 100 visitors. My conversion rate on my average squeeze page is around 40%. And so that means if I get 1,000 page views, I'm going to get around 40 subscribers. Uh, Let's see. What's the next piece of um, stat that I put in here? 10% there. Um, I am looking at... And when I use that number, I'm looking at articles that are more than 90 days old. Obviously, articles that are not 90 days old are going to have a lower average number of of total subscribers from them. Um, I am generating, given all of my numbers, we put everything together, around 10 visits per article that I write um, across the board. Um, And for, for articles that have been online for more than 90 days... I'm guessing that I'm close to six subscribers per article. Um, I hope that I've answered that question effectively. You're going to probably have to go back through, and and if you've been taking notes, kind of take a look at these numbers again. It's not exactly clear. Um, I I know it's not not exactly clear. The problem is it's not going to equate exactly to what you do. If you're in a niche that's hotter than mine, you're going to get a higher conversion rate. If your sales page isn't as good as mine, you're going to get a, a lower conversion rate on some things. But I hope that that kind of answers um, – I'm going to pull Robert's question back up here. What numbers would you consider normal and good? I don't know what normal and good is. These are my numbers. Um, let's, let's just start back with that 1,000 number. 1,000 page views equals 100 Uh, visits to my site, so 10% right there. 100 visits to my site equals 40 subscribers. 40 subscribers equals about $80 per month in income to me. I average about $2 for every subscriber that I have on my list. I average that every single month. So those are some numbers. I don't know that they're normal and good, Robert, but they're my numbers. If I write 30 articles, say, can I anticipate that each one brings a quality lead each day? If if you went back through this math, you could figure out exactly what I do per 30 articles. Um, My average article, I think, we said brings six subscribers total. So six subscribers times $2 a month. So each article that I write brings me a total of $12 in revenue per month, month in and month out. So if you did that for 12 months and you had no fallout, and you do have fallout, then each article I write is worth $144. That's not an accurate number because you do have fallout. You do have people that unsubscribe. You do have people that subscribe twice. So that's not an accurate number. But if you look at the monthly number, it's pretty accurate. It's just going to go down over time because of unsubscribes. How well do those leads convert better than search engine leads? I haven't been online long enough, Robert. I've been online for nine months. Search engine leads take longer than nine months to really start developing. I would imagine that a year or two from now, I'll probably be getting, you know, right now I do a few hundred, you know, I'm at about 500 visits a day to my website. I would imagine that in two years from now, I'll be doing 500 visits a day just in search engine traffic, and then I can tell you how well search engine traffic converts. I just don't get enough of pure search engine traffic right now to answer that question. Okay, great. I'm going to pull up the next question in line. It looks like Alex has a question. I do write and post articles on the article vector, but how many how often? Alex, if you've been on the call for the last uh, 45 minutes, then you know where I'm at on this. The more you write, the, more, the better you're going to do. If you've been taking notes for the last 10 minutes, you know exactly what my stats are. How to think of enough topics. Well, you know, that's a tough one. If you know what your niche is, write down 10 things you know about your niche and then write 10 things you know about each one of those things and that gives you 100 things to write about and write about 100 things write 100 articles one inch topic and then when you're done with that 100 start over angles to keep writing well I think that if you have I think if you have 100 topics then you just write something on each one of those topics and you start over that's probably enough um if you're looking at you know sometimes I get the question, well Sean, how are you so motivated to write ten or twenty articles a day? Well, you know, I'm motivated by money, I'm motivated by the fact that after nine months of writing these articles I'm making you know, over ten thousand dollars a month. You know, that motivates me. I look at what my average article is worth, I multiply that times how many I write, and I look at that as my income. You know, I look at I evaluate a lot of things every single day to keep me motivated. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if I stopped writing articles today, that I would continue to do business, I would continue to have leads come in, but over time, that would degrade, and long-term, my income would go down, and and right now, frankly, I'm liking the fact that I can work wherever I want to and 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 make money. Okay, let's see. Jolene, I've got a question here from Jolene. My biggest questions are, where are all the places I can submit my articles online and offline? Um, In the books, in just about every book that I've written, both my list building and my article marketing books, I have lists of article directories, and I have them ranked in the order that you should submit them. Um, And, you know, it costs me time and money to compile those lists, and so that's why I put those in the books. And when you buy books, then you get those lists. However, Jolene, you can go online search article directories and come up with, I think there's about 800 article directories online right now. I would suggest that you um, sort those lists by page rank or by traffic and start by submitting to the ones at the top and move down. Does it cost me anything to submit articles? If you do it yourself, almost all of the article directories are free. There's a couple of them out there that charge you to do it, and generally they're, very, you know, they're more technical or they're very niche or something like that. But uh, for the most part, it's free. If you do it yourself, obviously, if you pay somebody to submit them for you, then it's going to cost you a little bit there. But uh, generally, they don't, you know, they're not. um, The article directors don't charge you. Connie, I have now written just over 100 articles. Should I be sending everyone to just one site, or is it all right to send my readers to different sites, depending on the content of the article? It doesn't make any difference, as long as you're tracking it. You need to know where your traffic's coming from. Um, if obviously if if you have two niches then you need to send the traffic that you write for one article to another niche or to another website if you have you know let's say you have two websites one is natural health and the other website's weight gaining so like muscle building then if you write an article on natural health you need to send those those, those that traffic to the natural health website, if you're writing an article on muscle building, then that needs to go to the muscle building website. If if you have one niche, for example, natural health, and you have 10 pages in that natural health website, so for example, you have a page on vitamins, you have a page on um, natural food, you have a page on organic food, and you have a page on minerals. Let's just say you have Four different pages. When you write articles on vitamins, you can send them to the vitamins page. When you write articles on natural, you can go to the natural page. When you write articles on organic foods, you can send them to the organic foods page. And you can take this one more step, Connie. You can have a different list for each one of these people. The problem with having there's two sides to that coin. The more lists that you have, the better you're able you're going to be to to effectively target the people on your lists so for example a lot of you that are on this phone call came to me after reading an article marketing article that i wrote a lot of you on this call are here because I've, i wrote a list building article that's how you came in and then some of you are here because you you had some article on some other topic so if i actually have several lists i have an article marketing list i have a list building list i have a traffic building list i have a general list i have a number of different lists but you know i've got you know 30 something 27 emails in my article marketing list plus i sent out several podcasts you know through the course of the week over time sure should i eventually have you know 30 emails in each one of these lists and do a very good job of effectively targeting you know the person that's looking at list building versus article marketing the answer is yes the answer is also that i would make more money per subscriber instead of getting emails about different types of things in Internet marketing if all you got was what you came into the list from. So I would make more money per subscriber, but keep in mind that I would spend an awful lot of time building these lists and maintaining all of these lists. It's much easier to maintain one list. So I look at it from the volume perspective. I'd like to get in more subscribers. I'm willing to make a little bit less on each one. If you're not getting in as many subscribers, you might be able to spend more time niche them. So I, I think that that should answer your question, Connie, and I think it probably um, gave, gave, lots, gave some insight into the way that I do things. How many, think, how many articles – this is from Amy. How many articles do you have to send out a week to really make difference? That's a tough question, and the you know, question is, what does really make a difference mean? Does really make a difference mean you want to make an extra $500 a month, or does really make a difference mean you want to make an extra ten dollars a month? You know, I I have sent out on an average basis. If you look at 1,400 articles over nine months, or really we're going into that tenth month, 140 articles a month. And and honestly, there's there's only one thing. If I, if I had to pin down one thing, folks, that I would do differently if I started from scratch today, I would spend twice as much time writing articles. Instead of having 1,400 articles online right now, I would have 2,800. Now hindsight's 2020. And the last 30 days, I've been working just, you know, I've, I've been building three products, three uh, starter courses for people to purchase. And so I've spent a lot of time on that. I haven't been writing as many articles. And so I'm not even following my own advice. But, but honestly, if I had to do this whole thing over again, I'd write twice as many articles. So I don't think that I can give you a number. You have to decide what that number is yourself. If you've been on the call for the last 10 minutes, then you, you know what my numbers are. I hope I've answered that question. I think that as I go through these now, these questions now, I'm getting uh, more and more questions that are kind of repeats of what others have asked, and that's fine. I've got one more here from Andy, and it looks like I've got all of them. Should I submit an article? All the directories are only a top few ones. Again, Andy, it depends on your strategy. I touched on this earlier. If your strategy is to get direct traffic today, submit to five article directories, top five that have that generate traffic, using articles, go articles. Easy Articles, Articles Base, We Know, Search Warp. If you want inbound links that are going to bring you search engine traffic long-term, then submit to all the directories, at least any that are page ranked, say, above 2 or 3. Okay, guys, I've answered all the questions. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, if you are not taking notes yet, you want to be taking notes. I'm going to go through a quick rundown of exactly what my article marketing process looks like. I'm going to skip over. This is going to be kind of a quick rundown. It's going to be kind of a basic rundown. And the reason is because I've given you a lot of advanced information today. In, in fact, I've given, in answering some of your questions, I've given out some information that, that I don't even have in my courses yet. I've, I've, you know, I've, and I think that when I do the transcript of this call, it's going to give me some good information to add to future courses. I've really revealed some, some strong stuff today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a basic rundown of exactly what I do and how to do it, okay? So starting out, number one, I'm going to take this to your level right now. I identify a niche, okay? So I identify a niche. That's kind of a basic level. I did that nine months ago. I know what my niche is, and, and so I write around those niches. The second thing that I do, and a lot of times what I'll do, and I get a lot of questions, well, how do you write 20 articles in a day? A lot of times what I'll do either the night before or the morning, I will write out my 20 article titles for the day so I don't have to keep getting creative. And what I'll do is I'll write, I'll start out, and I do this all in Word so that I can add to it. I will write out 20 different things I want to write out today. So, for example, I will type in, type in, article writing, article marketing, list building, email marketing, niche building, internet coaching. I will come up with 20 different things. And so that's my first step in my creative process. Then what I'll do is I'll go back in and I'll ask myself a question. I'll either ask a question about something so for example, article writing you know I, I know I've written a couple articles about uh, duplicate content so I, I'll write and I'll go ahead and write the title out you know article writing how you know how to how to avoid the duplicate content penalty in article marketing, something like that. I'll go through and write a title for every single one of them. Then what I do is I'll go back in and I'll start writing each article. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll run out of ideas, and um, you know, you'll get to 200 words and you're just stuck. Go to the next article, write on that one. When you finish writing that one, go back and finish the article that you've just done. I do it almost like an assembly line system in my own. You know, when I do it myself, almost like an assembly line, um, when I'm writing these articles, a lot of times I will close all other windows, all other browser windows on my computer. I won't answer any emails. I won't um, answer the telephone if it rings. I'm just very, very, very focused on writing those articles. So, so the number two step is to write the articles. Uh, the number three step is to write a bio for your article. Writing a bio for your article. One thing that I see a lot of times with people that write bios is that they will. it will look like something like this at the very bottom. And for those of you who haven't been article marketing long, a bio is where you have an opportunity to tell about yourself, and then after you've told about yourself, then you have the opportunity to put a link to your site. That's basically what a bio is. So this is what a typical bio looks like out there. You don't need to write this down. Um, Joe Schmo is an expert at... Let's say he's writing about karate. Joe Schmo is an expert karate chop um, person who has 97 different titles and has a big ego, period. If you want to learn more from Joe, click here. Hey, that is a typical bio, typical bio out there. And if you don't believe me, go read some articles online. Now, that's a bad bio. And the reason that that's a bio is that, frankly, the person that was searching for information on karate has no interest in whether or not you have 97 awards to your name. The only thing they're interested in is whatever they were searching. For example, they were looking for karate, definition of green belt, and they wanted to know what the definition of a green belt was. The article, if the article did not answer whatever their question was, your bio doesn't mean anything anyway. And if your bio did, they already know that you know what you're talking about. You, you really don't need to hit them with that right up front. What you should do is the reverse. So for example, you've written your article. Let's say your article is just on that. Defining a green belt in karate. Okay, so defining a green belt in karate. This is what, and you can write this down, guys. Let's go ahead and do this. Let's assume that my article title was How to Define a Green Belt in Karate. And guys, I don't I don't know karate and I don't know what the colors are. So this is uh, just for fun here. Write that down, though. How do you define a green belt in karate? This is what my bio is going to read if, if I'm creating an original bio every single time, and I'll talk about that in a second. This is how my bio is going to read. To download a free ebook on green belt karate, click here. And then I'm going to skip a line in my bio, and then I'm going to say, Joe Schmo teaches karate to 200 people per week, or something like that. That's what my bio is going to be. This bio right here is going to generate 10 to 20 times more clicks than that first one I gave you that you didn't write down. OK? So what you're wanting to do is make sure that when the person ends up reading the article, that they are tied in, they're tied in from the article to the bio. You're going to give them something meaningful, give them a reason to click in, something meaningful, and then have a little blurb about yourself. Remember, article writing is not about you. It's about meeting the needs of the person. Now, because I write so many articles, I get tired of writing new bios. So the bio that I currently use is one of the best bios in terms of getting lots of clicks, Um, and I don't off the top of my head, I could probably find an article and read it to you, but it's very similar. I think that it, um, I think it starts out with, "Do you want to know more about how I do it? Um, download my free ebook, um, article marketing. Click here." Now, what happens, folks, is that I use that bio all the time, and and I really focus on that article writing, an article marketing bio all of the time. What probably happens, and, and I don't keep good track of it. Again, I'm, I'm getting enough subscribers in. I focus on, on writing these new articles over focusing on every individual statistic. My opt-in, my conversion rate when somebody clicks through, if it's been an article marketing article, is probably 25%. If I've used the, that, that bio right there and I wrote an article on article marketing, If I wrote an article on list building and used that same bio, I'd probably only get a 5% opt-in rate. On average, I'm at around 10%. But if I write on traffic building and then I have an article marketing link, I'm probably only averaging 5%. If I were to go in and write original bios for every single one, then that opt-in rate would be higher. And so if you're only writing one or two articles a day, you really need to be writing original bios for each and every one. Until you find something that really works well for you, at least have that bio. Uh, make it congruent with the article itself. Now, in, in my case, you know, writing 50 or 20 articles in a day, frankly, a lot of times after writing that many articles, I just don't have the creative juice to fresh bio, especially when I know I've got a, a good one that works. So number four, you're going to take these articles and you're going to submit them to the article directories. Um, to find a list, go to Google and uh, type in article directories, you'll get tons of lists. If you've bought any of my books, just about all of them have a list. And um, some of my newer ones, the more expensive ones, um, have lists of like three or 400 article directories, and it can really um, kind of notch you up a step. Um, and then the fifth thing that you do, and I've, I've done a lot of the tracking and testing. We've talked about all of that. The fifth thing that you do is um, start over. We're just going to stop right there. I'm going to say those are the four steps. Obviously, the fifth thing would be build a list instead of sending people to a squeeze page. The sixth thing would be build a relationship with that list. The seventh thing would be to create your own products and to sell those products that you create to your uh, to the people that um, sell those products to the people that are on your list. So those would be five, six, and seven. List, build, build a relationship, and then create your own products. But in terms of article marketing, the four steps, Identifying your niche, write articles, write a bio, and then um, submit them to the article directories.